0: I break news too often on this program, but I've got some for you this morning. David Bednar has walked one batter all season. And it was intentional. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 2, Giants 1. And if you didn't stay up for that late night special in San Francisco, you missed out on some pretty good pitching. By the visitors, not necessarily Luis Oviedo, who walked five guys, couldn't get out of the fourth inning. But after that, Dowry Moretta comes in, cleans up a mess. Jose Hernandez, who continues to look like one of the better Rule Five picks the Pirates have made and developed in recent memory. Put up his own clean inning. Colin Holderman continues to look really strong. That's nine straight outings for him without a run and then Bednar comes in and then it's just game over. And maybe we've forgotten that he's still on the payroll because here comes more breaking news. That save opportunity that he had last night in San Francisco was the first one he's had all month and May is almost over. That's that's quite the testament to how far this team has fallen from the 20 and 8 start. But it's also a testament to this young man putting up better actual numbers this year than he did last year when he was consensus choice and the actual choice to represent the Pirates in the All Star game. So far this season, 10 saves and 11 opportunities, 1.79 ERA, 0.71 whip. That's walks and hits per inning pitched. 28 strikeouts, and I'm going to say this again, one walk. What a wonderful season this young man's having, without us really having remembered that he was even around. Here's some of what he had to say to DK Pittsburgh Sports last night in San Francisco. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's, that's also beauty of it. uh, You know, we can rattle off quite a few in a row here. No, I'm I just staying locked in every single day, um, no matter what, uh, you know, pitch and, you know, ready for that situation. Or whenever the phone rings, I'm, I'm down and I'm ready to go down there. You don't need to hear from me what a great young man this is. You certainly don't need to hear from anybody about the whole Pittsburgh connection, the Yinzer thing, which he loves throwing around, by the way, just because he has fun with it, including with his teammates. But this feels like exactly the right time to remind everybody that the Pittsburgh Baseball Club continues to have a truly elite closer. Now, as we've seen over the past month, and it was, by the way, exactly a month ago that he had his previous save. These guys can go to waste, even in the games that the Pirates have won in May, they've done it by margins where they didn't have a a tight situation in the 7th, 8th, and ninth innings. So when Bednar did pitch, he was coming in in blowouts just to make sure he got his work in. And, and, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that from the Bednar standpoint. Uh, Remember, I'm one of the people who was at least mildly critical of Derek Shelton's usage of both Bednar and Will Crow last summer. Remember that Crow was just outstanding. In the first two months, then he just fell off a cliff. Maybe that was overusage. Maybe it wasn't. I mean, He's on the I.L. now, so. But where Bednar is concerned, we saw after the All-Star game that there was something of a decline. It took a lot longer, but he had that 50 pitch outing, remember, in Los Angeles, although I'll back Shelton on that one to this day. And he had a couple other times where he went multiple innings. And those of you who are old school will always roll your eyes when you hear stuff like that. Well, Elroy Face used to come in and throw 987 innings in a row in the same game and then start game two. This is 2023. And there's been a lot of enlightenment when it comes to pitching injuries. They certainly haven't solved them, but there's more known now than ever. And I'm of the belief, and more significant than that, are people close to Bednar who are of the belief that he was out there for a few too many innings last season. Well, that won't be a problem this season, now will it? He's 28 years old. He's now an established major leaguer. He's going to be around here for a while. And I bring that up because, oh yeah, right, Now is kind of a good time to be aggressive toward winning. I'll bring this up with every subject I raise. I swear to you, because whether this team does something positive or negative, whether it's collectively or individually, the evidence continues to mount that this is at the very least the beginning of the time where you want to start prioritizing winning the game in front of you. If that means getting Henry Davis up here, get him up here. If that means Andy Rodriguez straightens himself out, get him up here. Quinn Priester straightens himself out after that last lousy start that he had, get him up here. Get serious. Address the shortcomings. Address them externally if needed. Put this team into a position where it can contend for the Central Division title. That sounds really lofty. It's not. The Brewers lost again. Last night, 7-2 in Toronto. The Pirates, after all this, after the most miserable May anyone could have imagined just a month ago, the Pirates are one game out. Don't tell me it doesn't matter. Don't tell me that you're going to throw away A closer of this caliber. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. An eating experience. Underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800 degree stone and This segment of Daily Shots brought to you by Family Table. Mom-inspired, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No prep, no mess, just reheat. That gives you more time for your family or hobbies. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. Use the code DK40, that's DK40, for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon Thursday for Monday delivery. Family Table, bringing families back to the dinner table. Today's J1Q comes from Kerry, who says, DK, the Pirates need to do something about Kebrian Hayes' bat. I sure don't have an answer, but his offense is just awful. Yes, Carrie, this is accurate. He's now down to a 216 batting average after going 0 for 4 last night with another strikeout. He's reached the point where if you throw him anything that's off speed and it ends up in the dirt, he's like 70-30 to swing at it, swing over it. It's been really ugly, to be honest, and I don't have answers for it either. Uh, he doesn't. I know that I approached him after the series finale in Seattle and asked him plain and simple, you know, what has to change? What's missing right now? And he said that he's missing. He's missing the ball. He's missing his timing. He's missing his judgment for when to swing and when not to swing. And where do you go with that? (laughs) It's above my pay grade. Might be above Andy Haynes' pay grade. But I'll ask you, Carrie, right back. What would you do? You can get angry and say, well, bench him. He stinks, whatever else. But you're also, if you've got that authority, part of the group that decided he was worth committing to for eight years and a lot of money. And money that had been deemed at the time as having been a very team-friendly contract. He's not going anywhere. You're not going to reduce his role in any capacity. You have to keep playing him. And take that, please, from someone who is among the first to say, bench that guy, demote that guy, trade that guy, whatever. Not in this one. You just can't. You just can't. He still hasn't had his 1500th major league at bat. He's still arguably the best defensive third baseman in the game with all due acknowledgments, Nolan Arenado. And the bat has to come around. This isn't one of those contracts or one of these broader settings like you have with the Dodgers where you can just say, ah, We'll see. We'll just put him on a bench for a while, and if he doesn't work out, he doesn't work out. You know how they can do that? Because they've got a payroll that's in the $300 million range. They can make really, really expensive mistakes. They can tell a Kibrian Hayes, hey, tomorrow, uh, take a different glove and try out some different positions. Let's do some different things here so we can use you as more of a bench piece, Uh, You can be a guy who backs up third base and first base. The the Pirates can't do that. The Pirates can't do that. And you want to know something? I know that there were people who were not in favor of the Hayes extension. I also know that they were very, very quiet and that there were very, very few of them around the time of the actual execution of the extension. As a result, we can't have it both ways we can't say sign these guys sign this player sign keep them here so that i don't have to worry about the 2028 season you can't have it both ways because then when that player bombs i'm not saying keys bombed yet like he's done for his career or something but then when that player isn't what you thought And then rip the team for it. There were not many people at all who were put off by that extension, nor the specific terms of that extension. I was there, too. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.